0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, April the 15th, 2016. Hey! It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. My name is Homer Lopez, and I welcome you, friends. Congratulations, you made it to Friday. You're almost there. We're cruise controlling to Friday in the weekend. Patriot Radio News Hour, happy to be here. What do we do? Legal, lawful, constitutional tender of gold and silver, and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592. And guess what? You're gonna have to deal with me or Joe. There's no one else here to answer phones, take your calls. Nobody, or here. your friend,
1: just us two. Eric, that- I forgot. Eric, Eric on his way to Curlew. Uh, Wendy's off. You know, Wendy, she dictates her own schedule, and, and apparently, her dictation is I work three days a week, and then Sarah's normally here. She's not here today, as her and my youngest son are traveling to Sin City. Las Vegas for the Bigfoot Hoops Tournament. Bigfoot? Bigfoot Hoops Tournament. It is... a
0: horrible name for a basketball tournament. uh,
1: Very popular, actually. And and it it is the... For those of you that have kids in high school athletics, uh, particularly for basketball, it is the recruiting window open so coaches are allowed to go and watch uh, kids play So everybody if you, At least in the club basketball world Everybody's playing somewhere uh, My son happens to be playing In Las Vegas
0: Listen, if you're a parent of a high school student Playing volleyball Playing basketball Some type of athletics Say goodbye to your weekends Because you're playing at some camp somewhere Our buddy Todd, man, he has been at a volleyball he, he can't even golf anymore can't even golf. Uh, can't even golf anymore.
1: That's not the America I want to live in. I'm
0: just telling you, they're at some volleyball court. Every, Wickenburg, oh, he was at Wickenburg. Where in Wickenburg do they hold who, the tournament?
1: But, yeah, I mean, you think about it, This is what, uh, uh, you know, this is the new economy that we live in. But, nonetheless, it is Homer and I, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no one's out there. Nobody's there. Where is everybody? I'm going to tell you this. I, you know what? Just full disclosure. We're going to be here uh, for three hours, another three hours, and let's call it 52 minutes. That's how long you have to get done what you know you need to get done, which is getting some more hard assets put away before the weekend. Yesterday, I ran a special, and it didn't go. It didn't work. It didn't happen. And I don't know who to be mad at. Half the time, I'm mad at myself. The other time, I'm mad at at you guys. That's the cricket. Right? And gold's up $11 right now, and and it's getting ready to go even higher because all the things that we lay out, they're all happening. The whole bunch of more economic reports, all essentially saying the same thing today. But I had thirty twenty dollar gold pieces yesterday. I ran them at thirteen fifty. I've got thirty twenty dollar gold pieces today. In the next three hours and fifty minutes, I better not have them.
0: So and you paid eleven dollars this morning on those.
1: And they're right? going to be thirteen hundred and fifty. So you're not raising
0: the price for yesterday. It,
1: they just need to go. Give it a call, folks. 800 uh, 951 We're going to go Wall Street Journal this morning. Big article about, and I'll just read you the headline. Would negative rates work in the United States? Getting ready, laying the foundation. This is how it starts. And you know, you start you start putting the things out there. You start talking about it. You deny that it's happening. You know, that's how you do it. You, you deny it. Oh no, no, we're not doing that. Oh no, no, we're still talking about raising rates. But but and then but you you put it out there about what it work, wouldn't it work? And the realities are, this is inevitable. It's coming everywhere. It's just all part of the plan. We'll go over uh, the, the report that came out today. More bad news for first quarter GDP. We'll talk about why is it all of a sudden now a second Federal Reserve Bank is coming out with a GDP tracker? Are they creating confusion? Is there division in the Federal Reserve? We're going to talk about all of that. We also, I'll tell you right now, the most exciting thing that that at least we've done this year, the company Patriot's done, is the medals program. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that program and address probably the three or four biggest questions that we've gotten on that. So stay tuned for that and, and really trying to ensure that everybody that's out there, everybody that's hearing my voice, can start getting ready uh, to make sure that, hey, when the reset button gets hit, when it gets set, that you're going to be able uh, to, to prosper or have the opportunity to prosper better than others that didn't get prepared. And we got all of that lined up for you, and And I think it's going to be one of those shows that's going to go really quick. Uh, you've got a limited time, so make sure you've you, you to take the time to put things away and then the last thing we're going to address today is we finally have it. I didn't think I never thought in my lifetime that I would see it but Deutsche Bank has now confirmed that they have been manipulating the silver market and the gold market and according to Uh, What Deutsche Bank is saying, they are going to expose all the other banks that were manipulating the gold and silver market. Of course, why not? They manipulate every other market. Did they
0: just get a conscience, or what
1: happened? Well, we're going to talk about why it happened next. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dot. Picture Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, Homer Lopez, our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Deutsche Bank now has filed with the I guess the Attorney General in New York admitting wrongdoing in the silver price fix. For those of you that don't know, really. Stunningly archaic. And, of course, all built upon the foundation where you knew corruption was, was and was always going to be, and how it was allowed for, to go on for this long is defies logic. But every morning, a handful of banks have a meeting journalists aren't invited analysts aren't invited other banks aren't invited just these little group of banks and they apparently are going to decide what the this, the fixed price for the COMEX and London markets is going to be and they do it for both gold and silver now this settlement, if you go out to allamericangold.com today, the article, Ramon has it up there, so you can read it for yourself along with the actual letter that Deutsche Bank uh, sent to the Attorney General of the State of New York. And they, of course, as all settlements, they're not going to disclose uh, how much they're going to pay in fines. Uh, They are saying they are going to cooperate uh, in, I guess, naming uh, the other banks. Of course, they already know who the other banks are because they know the banks that are in the settlement, right? They all sell HSBC Bank, Nova Scotia Bank, uh, uh, Deutsche Bank, UBS. I mean, these banks are all involved in in the actual price fix. And I find it interesting because... For years, and I've been at this now. This is my thirteenth, fourteenth year. on thirteenth year on the air. This is our twenty first year in business as a company, and I would say every single year, plenty of very well respected people have said there is fraud in the gold and silver markets, and obviously. fraud really being, hey, they're suppressing prices, Uh, you know, J.P. Morgan obviously comes to mind, and time and time again, every single time they've allegedly investigated, which I would say in the 13 years I've been here, there have been at least four, if not five different times where the SEC or or the Gold Council, somebody's done an investigation. And every single time they've come back with the same answer, oh, we don't see anything wrong. It's fine. No, there's no manipulation here. And lo and behold, today we find out the manipulation was at the highest levels of the actual gold and silver markets where they set the price. And according to uh, the, the details that I have, which isn't a lot right now because obviously they don't want want it out there as to what they did, but essentially the banks colluded with each other to work against their their own clients. In other words, hey our clients were going long and we deliberately made sure that they lost money. And and that's really uh, what's at the heart of the issue. But if you want to read it for yourself, uh, go out to allamericangold.com. And, and you can actually uh, not only read the report, you can actually see the letter, read the letter that they sent out uh, talking about Deutsche Bank. And then I, I saw another headline where they're in the process right now, Deutsche Bank is, of essentially admitting to the same thing in the gold market. And and I don't think anybody here is surprised. But once again, is nobody going to go to prison? Is, is, I mean, is that really what it amounts to? No one's going to be arrested here for committing fraud at the, I guess, at the highest of levels? Where these banks essentially, you know, were you know who was it? Uh, the NFL is, owners remember that was it the NFL there or was it baseball owners who were trying to collude to not pay their the players? Yeah, when they were trying to open the free agency, right? Mark, trying right? to open the free agency and all and, that, and stuff. the word
0: collusion was the word. And and this is when our, uh, Bart Giamatti was the uh, uh, commissioner. And, and uh, you know, the hammer came down. And that's why free agency in all sports is one of, the, one of the reasons it became
1: prevalent. But even then, no, none of them went to prison either. Uh, you know, no, right? No,
0: you don't go to prison for that when, In fact, what ends up happening in America is uh, you'll go broke and we'll
1: bail you out. There's... We'll give you money is what we do here. I wonder what that's going to do. Of course, it really doesn't matter now anyway because the Chinese are taking over all of those markets. Uh, they're going to be the new price setters in the gold market they're going to be the new price setters uh in the silver market but i guess there's the the only justice we're going to get is yep okay you got us you're right we colluded to, to to work against uh our investors in the gold and silver markets uh we're not going to. We're your, not going to admit any wrongdoing, and we're not going to disclose in, any other information.
0: What recourse do the investors have? The shareholders well, have? What, can you they sue?
1: This is what happened: is they finally a guy with the right amount of money was the one that actually brought him down because he had enough money. Because you know how this is what they do: they litigate and litigate and litigate, and eventually you just give up. Apparently, they ran into the wrong guy. <laughs> And uh, he he apparently had enough money, and and it finally has happened. But I wonder if that's going to, at least in my mind, create for, set us up for much higher prices in the future uh, if these banks aren't able to collude. Because here's what they did. Essentially, the way I understand it is they would all meet every morning. And they would tell each other, "Okay, what do you got? Well, I got, uh, I got a million contracts long. Uh, Well, really, because I've got five hundred thousand long, and I've got two hundred thousand long, and I got this and that. Here's what we're going to do. And they would deliberately set the price to put all those contracts into losses. So, therefore, what would they have to do? All of these people that go long would have to go short to cover and deliberately drive down the price. And of course, before the banks did that, what did they do? Of course, well, they went short on the silver market so they could make a ton of money. And this is how the whole game played out for decades. They weren't cheating us for six months or a year. They've been cheating us since this whole process began. And really, when you think about it, who in the right mind thought this would be a good way to set it up? Let's just have a very small group of banks all meet in private, and, and they'll just tell us what the price is, and we'll just believe that they're honest and ethical.
0: Of course, they have your best interest at heart,
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Not only thinking about you,
1: you know. You think about it, and and let me tell you. Do you really believe that it was just those little – those group of banks and that these other banks and these hedge funds didn't know what was going on? I got to believe this. The
0: people who are orchestrating this for 40 years, for 60 years, have to have have been waking up on certain mornings after a meeting going – this is too easy. <laughs> I
1: this can't is, believe it's
0: like shooting fish in a barrel. I can't believe. Nobody's
1: auditing us. Nobody even holds us accountable. Well no, they tried. Listen, plenty of people had tried. Just wasn't the right people, apparently. And you know that they were on the phone. Hey Goldman. Hey, uh, JP Morgan. Here's what we're gonna do this morning. Okay? Everybody's in on the huddle, right? Okay, good.
0: Ready? Right. <laughs> right.
1: And these other people, you know what, they come out on TV and tell you to keep sending them your money. No, we're here. We're here to help you. Right? Janet Yellen coming out and trying to convince people, oh, no, no, the Federal Reserve is really here for Main Street. No, you're not. And unfortunately, the, the realities are that there's only really one Well, there's a couple reasons. Greed is a reason, obviously, when you're doing this. And they've done it in all the markets. The LIBOR market, the gold market, the silver market, all the commodities markets. What we're really ending up finding out is what we kind of thought the whole time. You know, Eric used to call them the pinstripe bandits. And really, we're finding out that's exactly... What it is. It's nothing more than a good old boys club that colludes and works against the average person there and, and the people that basically give these banks their money. They know the trades before they're made. They meet with each other. They tell each other. And then they figure out a way to screw the investor because that's the way they can make money. Then you sit there and you see today, Citigroup had earnings today. Did you know they're down 28%? This is how quickly all of this is unraveling. It's the dirty little secret. They don't want you to know it yet. They want you to still think everything's okay. Only one bank that's reported earnings hasn't had revenue down double digits, and that was J.P. Morgan. It was down 8%. Bank of America down 18%, BlackRock down 20%, Citigroup down 28 talking about trading. There's nobody out there. And you're starting to understand why it is that the Wall Street Journal has a big headline talking about negative rates in the United States. I thought that we were raising rates. Right? the Federal Reserve oh no don't worry about negative rates listen it, it's already planned out. If this is in the paper that doesn't mean they're talking about it. they already know what they're doing. That's what we're learning right This is how far behind we are. How about today's big number? Industrial production fell way more than expected here down six-tenths of a percent in the month of march they were expecting only a a one-tenth of a percent decline uh it fell six-tenths of a percent and they say that it's industrial production has now fallen at an annual rate of 2.2 percent and now they have lowered first quarter gdp numbers Once again, across the board, uh, I believe it was last week, the New York Federal Reserve came out with its quote-unquote GDP tracker. The Atlanta Federal Reserve has been doing it for quite some time. And, of course, the Atlanta Federal Reserve, their GDP tracker before this report, before this number today, stood at one-tenth of a percent, 0.1%. The New York Federal Reserve said, oh, no, 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 they don't know what they're doing over in Atlanta. No, they don't know. that. It's really 1.5%. The New York Fed this morning after industrial production came out now says, well, will you believe, uh, how about seven-tenths of a percent? Will you believe that? We'll talk about why is there a conflicting GDP reports coming out of the Federal Reserve next.
0: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Mrs. Schlafly is a constitutional attorney, pro-family leader, and author of 25 books, including the best-selling "A Choice, Not an Echo." And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly.
2: Politicians and economists claim that so-called free trade is good for individuals and good for our nation. But new research proves how harmful free trade is for American workers. In a study published this year by the nonpartisan National Bureau of Economic Research, scholars show that so-called free trade with China has resulted in higher unemployment and lower wages in communities all over the United States. The report confirms what Donald Trump has been saying, that free trade with China has been a disaster for American workers whose well-paying jobs have been shipped to low-pay substitutes in Asia. Politicians, economic professors, and their textbooks have been teaching that workers who lose manufacturing jobs due to free trade should find new jobs in other industries that have a trade surplus, such as pharmaceutical and jet aircraft industries, Economists have also been teaching that workers who lose jobs in industries that have been hurt by free trade would find new jobs in non-tradable industries such as medical or legal services. But in fact, according to new research, the effects of trade with China have been very different from the rosy scenarios taught by economics professors and their textbooks. New jobs in industries that export or in non tradable industries have not been created in sufficient quantities necessary to offset the losses due to free trade. Manufacturing jobs, which are essential to sustain a traditional family where the husband can support his family on a good salary, have seen a shocking decline from 39% of non farm employment in 1944 to only 9% of employment. In 2015, tell your U.S. Senator to vote no on the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which will send more of our good jobs overseas.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Eagle Forum. As the last stronghold for communism, China steals our technology, arms our street gangs, and manufactures inferior products. So why does the U.S. continue free trade with China? If you're concerned, write us at Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002, and ask for information on trade with China. That's Eagle Forum Radio, Alton, Illinois, 62002. Join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
1: Welcome back Patriot Radio News Hour 809510592. I've been saying all month I'm trying to help you. The rate hikes, the rate hike story is old news. The real the real thing is okay, what's next? What's after that? And in the Wall Street Journal today, I think it's pretty obvious. Negative rates are coming. They're going to get bigger and bigger across the world. Uh, there was an article, uh, I don't know if it was online or if it was in the paper, but uh, in Denmark, they are now issuing rebate checks, if you will, because rates there, they're negative uh, 6.5 tenths, so negative point six five 0.65%. And so people with mortgages that are refinancing doesn't quite offset all the fees, and you know the the you know you got your principal and then your interest, but they're getting to the point where the banks are now sending you back some money on the interest part. Not quite all because there's fees involved. It doesn't quite offset the fee, but you're essentially not paying any interest. But you got the fees, so you got to pay a little bit. But they're going to go farther negative. And I think what you're going to end up seeing and I don't know, I, well, maybe the entire world, is any type of debt instrument as far as, like, mortgages. Not, you won't see it on credit cards, uh, but but a mortgage or something like that, you, you may be principal less the negative interest rate. I mean this is this is probably what the next step is. This is how desperate they are. And so what happens with these banks? And as they've continued to come under pressure, it's this it's a really a vicious cycle. Because now all of a sudden these banks have less in reserve, which means they get to lend less money. Right? Now instead of collecting interest there's they're sending out rebates and then of course it, it it hurts their financial position and we talked about what's been going on with the italian banks and you start thinking about what what really next comes next banks got to replace that income and the next step in this process will be as the rates go even lower you'll st- be you'll start getting charged by the banks to deposit your money. And of course that's that's about when they're getting ready, you know, cuz they got to they got to get ready to hit the reset button and in the interim I think that's one of the the steps that we're going to see progress all around the world. You know, you think about why all of a sudden did the New York Federal Reserve start doing its own GDP tracker? I mean, it's the Federal Reserve. Wouldn't they want the most accurate information possible? Right? You would think that's what they would need. What's really going on? And, of course, the Atlanta Fed has been the one doing this number. And their number has always been much lower than what the Federal Reserve says they believe economic growth is going to be. Then, of course, when the numbers come out, we always find out the Atlanta Fed was a whole lot closer than whatever the headline is that they want you to hear on the mainstream media. Mainstream media, well, we want growth around 2, two and a half, three 3%. And the Atlanta Fed will come out with like a 1.5% number. And then as the reports start coming in, week after week, month after month, the Atlanta Fed starts lowering that number. Just a week ago, the New York Federal Reserve said GDP in Q1 was going to be a percent and a half. In one week's time. They said, you know what, we're off by 50%. Not... (laughs) And not to the to the bad, you know. Hey, it's actually going to be fifty percent higher. Oh, you know what? It's actually going to be fifty percent lower in a single week. Now I know our economy is moves quickly. It doesn't move like that. GDP doesn't of the entire country doesn't fall fifty percent in a week. I don't care what report comes out. And you gotta start asking yourself, I mean, logically you would think, hey, why don't you guys work together? Why don't you work together to come up with this GDP report? Let's try to get the most accurate number possible. So that way we can really talk honestly about what needs to happen. But instead, they've done the exact opposite. Let's work apart from each other and let's have contradictory views. Why would they do that? I mean, one of, don't there's really a, logically looking at this, I would guess one of two things. Either one, there's a huge division at the Federal Reserve right now, and we just haven't heard about it. Where well, there's one group of people that say things are great, there's another group that says things are horrendous and getting ready to get really bad. And therefore, they're like, okay, the ones that think it's really bad, obviously, and in in, uh, at least in that scenario, would be the Atlanta Fed, right? Because they keep coming out with these really low numbers. My guess is by Monday, they're going to say GDP in the first quarter is negative. And that the we need to combat them and come up with a number that looks better. And and therefore they have the New York Fed, which, you know, well, there's Wall Street, right? We gotta justify the stock prices so we come out with a better number. I mean that could that could be a scenario, right? I guess that's possible. But I think they're they're too grown up for that. I think they're doing it on purpose. Let's just give them a bunch of misinformation. That way, you don't know what to believe. Right? Is it higher? Is it lower? Let's just, you know what? Maybe if that's not enough, we'll get San Francisco to do one and St. Louis can do one. Matter of fact, let's have all 12 banks do one and we'll come up with 12 different numbers and therefore nobody will know. Right? The classic misdirection play right is it left is it right is it north is it south and remember now these are the people they're here for us they want you janet yellen wants you to know that here's what they're really for they're really for themselves and unfortunately this is the path we allowed them to take us down, and so the, we're on the ride, and we don't get off until it ends. Those who have the gold when it ends are going to be the ones that prosper. Patriot Radio News Hour back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up ten. Twelve hundred thirty-five dollars. Uh, today's special was yesterday's special, same price. U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces. I got thirty of them at thirteen fifty until they're gone. And and uh, I hope you're smart enough if you're looking to at the next opportunity to take advantage. You're talking about one hundred fifteen dollars over spot. Just fantastic pricing and and i hope you're smart enough to take advantage of that if you have the means at 800 9510592 uh silver up another 15 cents today uh 16 dollars and 32 cents right now as deutsche bank has admitted that yes we've been manipulating the silver market along with everybody else and then we found out today, industrial production. You know, those, know what that
0: sounds like? I'm sorry. I mean, but,
1: well, Mom, everyone was doing it. If they jumped I, off a bridge, would, would you? Jump, yes, well, if there we was. was profit in it, yes, we would. And, uh, exactly what it is, right? Uh, for those of you that have been thinking about our Patriot Preferred Metals program, just, uh, first of all, incredible. And, and thank you for, for believing in us. The amount of people uh, that have already signed up for the program, it's just been incredible. And really, this is how it really is going to work. Right? The more people in, the more money involved, the better the pricing is going to be. And, and really, when you're buying assets like gold, when you're buying assets like silver, the price, I guess, the spot price, really isn't that important. You know, yes, gold's up ten dollars today, but so what? Could be up twenty, could be down twenty. You know, we're we we're, we're, we're bigger picture here. We're longer term. When we look at at pricing of gold, we're really wanting. The insurance. We want the hedge. We want to protect ourselves. That's why we want to to own it, and that's why we want to buy it because we see that. You know what? Quite honestly, I'm sorry. I just don't believe in debt through or prosperity through debt. I don't. And and you know what? Quite honestly, if ten years ago anybody out there talking about how negative rates were going to rule the world how central banks were going to own and monetize 20, 30, 40% of national debt, you would have been considered a complete moron. And every one of these bankers would have came out and told you you're nuts. Jamie Dimon and, and uh, Goldman Sachs and all these are you? no way! That person obviously got to get a clue. He doesn't know anything about economics. I mean, that's what they would have done. You know it and I know it. Yet here we are. And the thing is, we I know a lot about economics, and so do you. So do your neighbors. And you know what they're realizing? I don't know if you saw the consumer confidence number today. Missed horribly. Why? Everyone, well, because, you know what, I just, uh, the raise I thought I was going to get, yeah, it didn't happen. I don't think I'm going to make as much money. I don't have, for whatever reason, at the end of the month, I've got less money. I've got less money at the end of the month than I did at the end of the month last year. I don't know why. I actually got a raise wasn't as big as I thought, but I still got less money. But don't worry, there's no inflation. That's what it said. And this is what debt does. See, they just don't want to tell you that part. This is really what it does. You know, a little bit of debt feels pretty good, right? You know, think about when you got that first credit card, right? Right? You went to the store. You went out, I don't know, maybe you bought a TV, Right or you bought something that was you know at the time you know they get oh we we'll give you a five hundred dollar limit right? and you bought something that was two or three hundred bucks that felt good right and you and and if you did it right you paid it off you did this the next thing you know it's a five thousand dollar limit then it's a ten thousand dollar limit next thing you know you got a twenty thousand dollar limit but yet, guess what you got twenty thousand dollars worth of debt put on it and all you can afford is the the minimum payment. All of a sudden, it doesn't feel that good anymore, does it? Now you're deep in the debt matrix, and this is exactly what happened when this, when the nation and the world decided to go into debt. Initially, it felt good. Felt good. It worked. Oh boy, that helped. We know we had to get over the hump there. But you know here history tells us dude, we've been going into the debt the, the uh the debt jar for almost fifty straight years in a row now. I mean we had a little pretend surplus there in the a couple of years in Clinton. It wasn't a real one, just a pretend one. Fifty straight years in the debt jar. And there's no end in sight, and now we're facing the other side of it, which is We're suffocating in the debt. And I'm telling you, the next five to ten years, that's the timeline. This whole thing is going to come crashing down. It's going to be painful. But part of the reason we created the, the, the metals plan and why we worked so hard to bring, because we had it ten years ago. We had this plan here, and then we had to stop it. Uh, Because we just couldn't source enough product. And I've worked diligently to fix that problem when we've got it licked. We're going to talk more about the plan here in the final segment, Pedro Radio News Hour. Last segment of the week coming up. Before the Beatles
2: and yesterday.
1: When a man could still work, still would. Page of the Radio News Hour, 800 Homer thinks that song's depressing. And for me, I, I, I get the exact opposite feel. You think that song is an upbeat happy song? Well, I, it gives me hope for what this country used to be and how we should aspire to be that again. And you think about what a man could work and wanted to work you know and you feel like a lot of people out there I don't want to do that job I don't want to do that job and we've made it convenient enough for them not to do those jobs but then that's a whole different thing anyway I just I digress uh, gold's up ten twelve hundred thirty five dollars silver's up 16 cents the Dow is down 30 points and we're talking about the metals program. You know how the, the it basically works? You can start with as little as $100 a month. There is no limit. You can do as much as you like. Uh, normally, you, you put it on a credit card. We take Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express. You pick the day you want us to withdraw funds, anywhere between the 1st and the 28th of every month. And then once a quarter, we ship the product. We pull all that money together so we buy at the best prices which means you get to buy them at the best prices. And when you're buying insurance, that's what's important, is that I buy it at the best price possible. And, and, you know, just like today, buying $20 gold pieces at $1,350 at $115 over spot, that's great pricing. That's how you want to buy. One of the questions we got is, well, I don't like using a credit credit card. I don't like giving out that information. Maybe, you know, you've had your identity stolen or whatnot, and I get that. If you want to send a check every month, absolutely you can do so. All is we ask is when you sign up for the plan, you tell us I'm going to send you, you know, whether it's a hundred, three hundred, five hundred thousand, whatever it is. Okay, I'm going to send it the first week of every month or the second week or the third week, just so we know. Uh, money orders, absolutely same thing. We have uh, several people that have asked, hey, can I send a money order every month? You absolutely can And And then we ship, like I said, at the end of every quarter. And the quarter uh, the was January through March. Everybody that was in the plan uh, got shipped that first week of April. Uh, the second quarter has started. April is the beginning of the second quarter, so April, May, June. Uh, we will be shipping out the first week of July. Here's the great part, is we are getting to that point where we're uh, getting all of these people in the plan uh, that, that we, not yet, we're probably in the next 15 to 20 people. I may have to stretch that out to 10 days because there's only so many boxes we can ship physically uh, in, in, in the week and, and get it done and get it done right. Uh, but, but eventually I'd love to be able to say, hey, we got to ship more than every quarter because we have so many people. But if you want to sign up, give us a call at 800-951-0592. Pick up today's special. We'll be back on the air when that special is gone. Pedro Radio News Hour. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Take care. Have a great, great day.